0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business. Removing friction and frustration, for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenowcom AI for people to learn more. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, Delivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app out participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: Welcome, one and all, to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. It's, it's the podcast that there's, there's no one better. They might be level with me. Um, but in football terms, I think we're the best. Pambo, mm. Big Sam is back in football. And he's already outrageously claiming that he knows as much as Pep Guardiola, Jürgen Klopp and Mikel Arteta. Yep. We'll get into Big Any- Sam. Well. <laughs> Well, easy. I've got Heskiff and I've got Albert with me. A few weeks running now. Look at us go. Um, but in honour of Big Sorry, look at you go, correct me. <laughs> <laughs> We've been here. <laughs> um, yeah, in honour of Big Sam, I'm going to be having a pint of... No, I'm not really having a pint of wine.
1: I've just seen a, what it, you're having. That, oh. Yeah,
2: same. Well, he's, he's having half a pint of foam at the moment. Yeah,
0: hey, do you want to flake right. with that? Um, it's by Brewdog and it's Tony's Hopoloni White Chocolate and Raspberry Milkshake IPA. I don't think I am going to like this, to be honest. I am really unsure, but we'll see. But it's very foamy. It is
3: Tony Chocoloni. For those that don't know, is a is a chocolate brand, isn't it? Mm. Yes, good chocolate. So you. So, yeah, yeah, good chocolate. Yeah, they you're are right. good chocolates, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, in a bar of chocolate, yeah, in
0: a beer, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna let his foam settle a bit before I drink that, so I'll let you know. Oh, well, you could let us beer.
3: know what it's like next week. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 6.8 percent, and it says Brewdog and Tony's Chocoloni are united for better beer and a better world. We're on a mission to help save our planet by inspiring you to act and care for the only home we have. We believe beer and chocolate can be a force for good. We'll be making a donation for every can sold to the Chocolony Foundation to support Tony's mission to make all chocolate 100% slave free. Here's to changing the world one beer and bar at a time. 6.3, sorry,
3: 6.3. Long, long blurb, but I'm not gonna have a go at
2: it. I was gonna say we we kind of we're the bad guys if we do that, aren't we? Now after we've heard that,
3: God, you want to <laughs> abolish fucking slavery? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what are you drinking, Albert? Well, I, I was drinking a gin and tonic, but it's all gone.
0: I thought gin and tonics were for the last game of the season.
3: <clears throat> well, I'm exploiting a loophole in that uh, the West Ham game. Would be my last game of the season. Oh, does that pass? Yeah, I can't mm. make can't make the remaining home games for one reason or another. Yeah. And I only realised that like just as I was walking out the stadium, and it was like, oh, that might be the last time I saw Wilf. Oh wow! Is, yeah, is, I'm kind of glad reason, I, I learned it after the fact because I might have got a bit blubby had I realised yeah. in the arena of it all. I was going
2: to say, is, is one reason or the other reason a holiday?
3: No, none of them are holidays, no actually. Uh, wedding. Wedding this Saturday. Not been invited to the coronation, despite what you've heard. Um, and then, what's the other one? Forest. Yeah. Well, this Forest. Saturday is an
2: away game, isn't it, mate?
3: Oh, yeah. What What's the other one, then?
2: Bournemouth. Next yeah, Saturday,
3: after this. Ah, yeah, can't do that one because it's Bernie's birthday. So I can't go to Bournemouth because it's my youngest's fourth birthday. Fair and then for the Forest game, I've been invited to a christening. So, you know. Are they important? Yeah. Yeah, it's my best mate's third child. Wasn't invited uh, to the you, first have yeah, you wasn't to invited the to... two. Have you been No, I wasn't invited to the first uh, two. So I'm, I'm grabbing this one with both hands. What, the <laughs> baby or...? The christening, not the chart. Well, unless I yeah. listen, unless I get yeah. not the nod for the old, what's it called, godparent, old parent.
0: Well, if they've got three, they must be running out of ideas for godparents. Well, I like
3: look, scrape in the barrel. My phone, o- my phone is on. My phone is on.
0: Are you a godparent to anyone?
3: No. Mm. You, you have to renounce the devil in all in all its forms, don't
2: you? And hes you're not going to do that, are you? Because you love, bloody love him. I'm not going to rule it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes,
3: well. Um, do, you know, do you know what? Actually, the last time I went to a christening, the last time I went to a christening, it was, um, it was I'd never been to one before. We got invited to a christening in, in Camberwell and it was uh, part of the wider Sunday congregation. So there was like loads of people there and they were almost doing like five christenings at once. I didn't know you could do that. It was like a buffet. Um, yeah, yeah. So there was like you know 100, about 150 people in this church in Camberwell, and I was hungover slash still quite pissed. And uh, right at the end of the the service, they said, and if anybody if anybody's celebrating a birthday in the month of September, you know, please feel free to come up the front. Um, and I think it was aimed at like the younger members of the congregation. <laughs> And all of a sudden I came to and I found myself and I stood at the front of the church and in in a queue, in a queue with loads of kids to get a a birthday card from the Rev, which was signed by Jesus Christ.
2: Is that it? just pride of place, just behind your right shoulder, isn't it? Like, yeah, like, yeah.
3: It? I, just remember, I just remember being in the queue and saying to the lad in front of me, I, I, he's like, how old are you going to be? I was like, 34. Oh, like, how old are you? He's like, nine. I was like, oh, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have visions of this church, like, billing it as green christenings, you know. It was a bit, in, it was- it one, one swipe of holy water, like, no wasting water. They can get all five with one just... Whoosh,
3: it, it was a big church, and I, I remember, like, sort of sobering up at the point where I had to walk back to my seat, and we were quite far back, and it was a very, <laughs> long, a very long walk back to the pew. But well, I got no. a birthday card from Jesus out of it, so that's pretty good. You didn't trip over yeah. your cassock, did you? <clears throat> no, I had trousers on. Right.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, where where have we gone? Um what do we do? Is this a football podcast? Do we should we talk about football? <laughs> if we must. Hey, it's going all right at the moment. It's, yeah, it's, it um, is. Until we play Spurs this weekend. Um I won a raffle this week. Palace for Life Foundation. Ooh. Um, see so doing my bit for charity, my beer, <laughs> buying yeah. Palace for Life <clears throat> Foundation's raffle tickets. I thought you were Um, going to say that you'd won the meat raffle at the victory again. No, I haven't won that for a while. Uh, But yes, because they give the raffle prizes out, they give you two date options to go and collect it and have your picture taken in the home changing room. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm away on the days that they're doing it. Um, So they said they were going to send it in the post, but someone hand-delivered it to me today from from the foundation, which was nice. Unfortunately, it's... (laughs) The football what kit. Is it? It's the, it's a kit. So I just assumed they'd all be signed from the raffle. But when I looked back, they're not all signed. And I've just been given a sixteen seventeen kit, which is the shit thick blue stripe. Oh. <laughs> and it's a small youth. <laughs> I, mean, I, I suppose I have kids, and they can wear it. But um, yeah, with only one, you can't line them up in the line to make the stripes. As Steve <laughs> Steve Harris famously I was say, said, "I'm proud of you." Albert met loads of people a few
2: years ago in Camberwell that would probably want one of those. Hang on.
3: So the raffle prize was just an old shirt.
0: Yep. That was it. It's the
3: thought that counts, I guess. Hand-delivered, too. That's not a bad touch. Yeah. Did you make them wait on the doorstep whilst you opened it to inspect the goods? And they're (laughs) like, do you know what? Do you know what? You take that back. Take it back. He Thank
0: said, he, he looked at me, he said, I think it might be a bit small for you. Like, it's literally got the EA Sports oh. sponsor on the front because it's oh. a child's Oh, oh
3: my God. <laughs>
1: he
3: was like,
0: what size are you? I was like, it's fine. I've got kids. I can just give it to one of them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if it was signed, that would have been nicer. But there you go. Wait, what, hey.
3: what was he going to do if you just said, mate, I'm, a, I'm an XL? I had to think about that. Um, what would he have done?
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe get me this season's one. I don't know. Should have tried my luck.
3: Could have asked, couldn't they? Could have asked. But no, well done. Well done.
0: Yeah. Well done. Yes. All that hard, hard graft to win that raffle. Um, but annoyingly, one, again, Nick, I feel like I talk about him every week, did win a signed shirt. Oh. So kind of take some of the gloss off of it, you know? What, in the same raffle? The same raffle. Yeah, there was lots of prizes. There was like some thirty odd shirts, and most of them signed. I just unfortunately didn't win a sign.
3: I told you about the time I won a signed football, uh, signed pair of goldie gloves signed by Neil Sullivan on a on a local cable TV station called Cable Seventeen, which some people might remember from the South London area. Mm-hmm. And I was I, I won the, a pair of Neil Sullivan signed golden gloves in the studio took them home. I was only about 11, 12. The next day I get a call from my a production assistant saying, Oh, we're really sorry. There's a mix up. You weren't meant to win that prize. <coughs> um, that was meant to be for someone else. Can you send them back? I was like, oh, yeah, I said, don't worry. We'll get you some more, but we do need those ones back really soon. So I sent them back. And then about two weeks later, another pair of Goldie gloves came in the post, just unsigned. Mm-hmm. Good thing. I wasn't a Wimbledon fan. Cause I'd have been livid. <laughs> Feels those, a bit,
0: fair. very brutal to say to an 11-year-old <laughs> <That's> <laughs> who's up to at home with him yeah, I need him yeah. back
3: yeah but I, he I only
2: have. had the one pair and he was like well, what am I supposed to do now this little shit's run off of my gloves
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> which I, I, I like the idea of Neil sweet- Sullivan just playing a goal wearing gloves he signed <laughs> Well, yeah. so
2: It's probably not even a signature. Did it say "do not touch" on them? Signed them. I'm having hands
3: hands off. Hands off. <laughs> hands off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe we're signing them, and that's why Beckham managed to lob him from in his own half because yeah. he wasn't paying attention to the game. It's all out My fault. That. Sorry. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, but thank you to the foundation anyway. I, I do kid. Um, Emmy loves it. <laughs> Something I've loved this week, but I think people have misconstrued what I wrote on Twitter. It is Jez Rakzaki winning player of the year and players player of the year at Charlton Athletic. Um, which to me, I just find hilarious. N- not because it was a public vote and it was for the player of the year and it was sabotaged to some extent by Palace fans, but he was going to win it anyway. <laughs> he was walking his way to it. It's more that... You know, after 2005 and the way their fans behaved on that day and singing We'll Never Play You Again and all of that shit, um, I find it highly amusing that they're having to develop our players who are cleaning up their awards <laughs> for the season. Because those are people like, oh, well, the same happened with Connor last year. It's like, that's, it's not the same because we aren't rivals with Chelsea. Chelsea don't hate us. We don't hate Chelsea. Charlton vehemently hate us. <laughs> And it must have been really hard for those fans to be pushing that button to vote for him. So that's why I've been amused. But really good at this stage to get a loan like that back coming off the back of Killian Phillips winning young Pradio at me last week. Albert, oh, it looks like finally we're getting some good loan deals over the line and getting our players to develop properly.
3: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it's a good loan deal and that's all we can say for now. But you know, Does that mean a championship loan next season? Does he get a chance in the first team? Does he get to hang around the first team squad a bit? I mean, we don't know who our manager is, so it's a bit early to start sort of making grand plans for Raksaki and Phillips. But, you know, it's definitely definitely more promising than a lot of the the loans we've had in the most recent years where they've had stay on the bench or worse get sent back or terminated early. Um he's he's really taking the chance and he looks he actually you know he does look like a, a fantastic prospect so mm. you know one one eye on no Wilf and another eye on like a wilf regen like in football manager like <laughs> coming in that could be that could be quite nice.
0: Well maybe um send him millwall next year let him clean up their rewards. <laughs> no come um, on. Yeah, well, they might still get promoted. Uh, that would be fun. I'd, do, I'd love it. Opening game of the season, Millwall at West Ham. I wonder how the, the London Stadium would handle that.
3: <laughs> Six-point deduction after game week one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, that stadium is just not designed to be able to handle anything like that. It would be a complete shit show. Yeah. Complete and utter shit show. I'm here for it. Because they'd get relegated as well, let's face it. They wouldn't survive. Okay. Um, But talking of development, the Premier League Cup semi-final, International Premier League Cup semi-finals taking place tonight. Spoiler alert, Palace have won on penalties. So we'll be heading to the final with the winning penalty being scored by a a trialist that, I don't know if we're stealing him from Chelsea or he's been released by Chelsea and we're picking him up. Who knows? But um, congratulations to the under 23s. Big achievement. We'll get I assume a decent final somewhere. Do you have any idea where the final is, Heskiff? I do not. Um, I don't even know who we're playing, to be honest. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. So if I remember rightly, there was no English clubs left. I think we knocked the last one out in the last round. But I don't know. Yeah, because we, we beat Liverpool, did we not? Yes. Um,
3: Premier League International Trophy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: so the final is against PSV Eindhoven. Mm. Location? Doesn't say. Oh, okay. Um, hopefully, Let's Park. Tooting and
1: Mitchum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Who knows? Maybe it'll be at AFC Richmond. Lovely segue. That would be Selhurst Park, though. So... Nice. I know you. Are you a fan of that show, Albert? Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thought so. Um
3: later, later series is a little bit mediocre, but let's not go. Let's not go into it. Uh, it's all right. Hang on. Last time we spoke, you you'd never watched it. Have you just like binged no, it?
0: No, no, I've I've been watching it from the beginning. Yeah. Is it you, skiff
3: No, I have too.
0: Someone else, mate. Anyway. Your other podcast friends.
3: Yeah, my other little podcast friends.
0: (laughs) Um, I don't think this series has been, yeah, it's not been as good as the others, but it's it's still been, it's been passable.
3: I'm two episodes behind, just Um, before you start dishing out the latest. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about this last
0: week, because you haven't seen them in Amsterdam yet.
3: I've seen half of that one, I fell asleep, which tells its own story. Oh, I
0: thought that was a bit harsh. I thought that was a nice episode.
3: Well, The second half might be. Mm.
0: But did you um, enjoy? Did, it, did did you enjoy the um, the interviews and stuff of the coverage of them being at the stadium?
3: Yeah, I really like. It's quite nice seeing uh, Wilf look sort of. I'm going to use the word starstruck. You know, because he's obviously quite a sort of. You know, he's got he's got a good sort of stern, not giving much away face when he's not on the football pitch. So to see him sort of, I won't say fangirl, that's over, that's a bit too much, but to see him sort of be like, oh, it was quite nice. Hmm.
0: I mean, if I was um, the actor who plays Ted Lasso there, I'd have been like, name me one other thing I've been in. Yeah. Name me one other thing I've been in Wilf.
3: (laughs) And Wilf would have said, we're the Millers. (laughs) <laughs> oh. Was, I've that's not seen a, it.
2: That's not the one I would have gone for. What
3: would you was have in, said? He I... was
2: in Horrible Bosses, wasn't he? Yeah, take your word for it. He might not mm. be. Now I've said it.
3: Alongside Sam um, Allardyce. <coughs> <laughs>
2: Frank, Frank Lampard cameo, is uh a...
0: Yeah. Oh, what Are you saying Horrible was in A Horrible Person or just Horrible at that job? Both. Yes. <laughs> Patrick O'Connor will be pleased to hear you say that Frank Lampard's a horrible man
3: yeah wanker um, I didn't see all was there, was there more was there more um, content with the Ted Lasso gang
0: Chris Grierson interviewed the three of them on the pitch after the game
3: oh okay that reminds me who was that TikToker that came on at halftime and took a penalty um, anybody know who that was I don't really do TikTok, but he came on, stole a penalty off the little kids that normally do it and then proceeded to like clap himself off the pitch. I'm I'm down in that corner. You might not have seen. He was doing like, did you boo him? No, but he, he was doing a proper sort of, you know, clapping the four stands to nobody clapping him back. Quite the opposite. Whilst his mate obviously filmed him for the, for the content. Um, but Is he a Palace soccer. fan? He's, he was a Amer- American chap. Whether he's a Palace fan, I don't know. He was called, like, college soccer dude. I'm sure yeah. that's how he got introduced. And I don't think I'm far off there before... No, I think you're... Someone, uh, yeah, I, someone I think you're thinks right. I'm taking the piss. Yeah. What, did, did and he you, fell over when he took his penalty. That was did. the best thing. It was the worst penalty of the lot, and he was up against, like,
2: six- and eight-year-olds. What he What he could have done, obviously... When he fell on his ass, would say, "I'm doing a Clinton and Morrison," and then we would yes, all yeah. on his cool. side.
3: All the John but... Terry,
0: oh, no, hang, hang on, he the scored. Did you um... yeah, college soccer guy?
3: There you go. Yeah, there you
0: go. T-
2: two out of three. Albert, I've got a question, an important question. After you saw him with the t- take the penalty, did you yep. smash that subscribe button.
3: <laughs> 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 no, but I did leave a comment. The... <laughs> do you subscribe on tiktok
0: fuck no I'm, I'm 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 an adult i just wait for all the videos that are decent to filter through to instagram and watch it on there. Yeah, same <laughs> same i know someone who's listening
2: to this friend of the pod charco who used to work at tiktok and continuously calls me a boomer because i'm not down with half the shit he talks about to be honest he's not that much younger than me so if you're listening charco
0: fuck off Listen. The only people I want to see doing stupid dances is Eze after he scored. I'm not interested in seeing people I don't know doing stupid dances, and that's just what TikTok is
3: to me. Didn't exactly. you do one on the pitch dressed up as a crystal? That wasn't a stupid dance. <coughs> Again, I that there. slagging off raising money for charity. You see what he's like? No, oh. no, no. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't slag off the fact that you raised money. I was just commenting on the quality of the dance. That's all.
0: We raised, I think of in a sporting of any sporting team we raised the second most amount of money that that year for sport relief however you know so there you go
3: you mean Crystal Palace as a whole
0: no our dance for the crystals
3: was the second highest fundraiser for sport relief
0: not for sport relief no (laughs) by a sports team
3: what sports team? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just as in like Crystal Palace Football Club,
3: right? Dancing okay, with them.
0: I don't know, okay. it was the second, it was the second most of something,
3: yeah. But it
0: wasn't the second most total, obviously, but it raised okay. like 2.4 million <laughs>
3: dancing <laughs> yeah. on the pitch. A really good dance of people at Barnsley at home, <laughs> and they and they send him an old fucking unsigned youth shirt as a thanks. I know.
0: Mm. yeah oh that was fun that was that was over 10 years ago now It's fucking bonkers wow mm. indeed you can still see me getting my legs waxed for that on youtube i think somewhere
2: no you're right that's for the pa- that's supposed to be for the only fans mate come on yeah.
3: you- don't give away <laughs> <That's> for free <laughs> that's
0: the patreon
3: I'll, put I'll, it on I'll tiktok put- see if it gets a second wind <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was the um the girl waxing my legs who had just broken up with her boyfriend telling me that I'd need to soothe them after the wax with Tabasco sauce. So take what's she taking it out of me for? Like what did I do? <laughs> I wasn't oh, a right boyfriend. <laughs> It was outrageous. Um <clears throat> we're gonna finish this bit on Garth Crooks putting Eber Eche-Eze in his team in a week with one of the most fucking batshit crazy. I just don't want yeah. <laughs> It's fucking bonkers. Have you heard this, Albert? No, I haven't. Oh, you're in for a treat. Prepare yourself. It's good. Palace's 4-3 win over West Ham was a game full of goals and littered with errors, including a penalty that wouldn't have been given a few seasons ago. I, think that's, I don't think... It, probably should have been given in that game but hey we are where we are what i don't understand is why officials are awarding soft penalties at all it's not that long ago you had to be assaulted in the opposition's penalty area to get a spot kick but not anymore almost any contact in the box these days and everyone is crying penalty ever went down as though he'd been hit by a truck i mean he didn't didn't but, didn't, but
3: no hey-o. no he didn't
0: but that is not the point <laughs> The referee fell for Eze's fall. Meanwhile, Wilfred Zaha is complaining about being brought off when his performance against a dismal West Ham defence was average at best. It wasn't. (laughs) And Jordan Ayew takes his shirt off during his goal celebration, knowing the action would get him a caution. Why do players do that? And what's the point of it? (laughs) I mean, to, to be fair with that one, I was a bit annoyed, but... When it was, isn't it his first goal at sellers, Probably since that one he scored against West Ham on Amazon TV, I think. But hang on. Um, What is going on at Crystal Palace? Now, this is where it gets bonkers. Since their impressive victories away at Leeds and Southampton, we are seeing signs of drama all over the place.
3: <laughs> what? Are you talking about <laughs> the turnstiles?
2: <laughs> Albert, Albert do, you, do you remember a lick of drama at Wolves away? Well, well, when, yeah, my,
3: when I, when I drop my my <laughs> <chocolate> buttons.
0: <laughs> Obviously. Oh. Fortunately, the creativeness of Eze and the quality of Michael Elise saved the day for the Eagles against the Hammers. But there is a sudden spate of amateur dramatics at the Palace, and it's a cause for concern.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite
1: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: Like, what I reckon he just says all that, like, streams of consciousness. They should just turn the light off and just close the door and leave. Thanks, thanks Garth.
0: I'm telling you, someone... At the BBC, golf crooks doesn't even do this anymore. They just ask Chat GPT. In yeah. the style of golf crooks, pick me a team of the week and like, review their performance. Picking, he's picked Eze in the team of the week.
2: Slagged Eze off, slagged <laughs> Wilf off, slagged the ref off. Talked about dramatics and then put full stop in the end of it. <laughs> What's it? He's a lunatic. <laughs> Yeah, I did, I did. I did like the bit when it was like, oh, back in the day you had to be assaulted for it to be given a penalty. Well, Wilf was in the first half and he never yeah. got a penalty go off. So piped down.
0: Yeah, absolutely bonkers. <laughs> and about as chaotic as Albert just referred to, the turnstiles at West Ham. Um, now, I think the club are very, very lucky that the sun was shining and the weather was sweet. Because if it wasn't, um, if it was was pissing down the rain, I think things would have turned sour quite quickly, especially when you're getting text messages from your mates, Albert, over the other side of the stadium, when they're like, Yeah, they're just waving us through. And sorry, that corner of the homestyle and Park Road is just like becoming increasingly chocker with you know, spreading down all ways, no way through, and you're just like people walking up with paper tickets and their season ticket cards, you know, season ticket cards that we're not supposed to have. And for whatever reason, those work and they can just walk through.
1: Beep.
2: Do you know the thing that's the thing that's sort of funny? I mean, it's not funny, but it's sort of funny is me and me and Vanessa got there about 45 minutes before kickoff. There was maybe 20 people in front of us. And they were like, Oh, the turnstiles are broken. The turnstiles that we go in, (laughs) In uh, entrance free or whatever it is that the the furthest one away from the top of the hill, so I think it's the third one. The gate's been broken for about five years, so you know it's supposed to like lock after you go through it. It ain't done that since before lockdown. So when they were like the gates are broken, I was like, if that gate's broken, it means it's starting to fucking work properly. <laughs> <laughs> but the, like the thing with that is, I I did send a bit of a Karen-y tweet about it, but we were all right. Because we were near the front and could hear the bloke basically be like it's broken you can only go in with a paper ticket or a card but like the queue going all the way down homesdale or basically to the next entrance halfway down the hill obviously they can't hear nothing because they're just in a queue so this one bloke comes up and is like obviously has his phone out and he's like i've got this can i get in and the steward was like so like dismissed it like waved his hand in the guy's face and was like go away go away i'm like he don't know what's going on like you can't just tell five people in front of you and then that's it
0: yeah. um the communication was shit it could have been they should have had people walking up and down the line. lines yeah. so it, it's basically it seemed like there was no contingency for if this scenario happens which is just mental because anytime you're using technology like that you need to have some sort of plan a b and c if it breaks yeah. if it breaks down and there was nothing nothing kicked into gear you know it was just there was no and I don't know, there was, a lot of people saying you should just open the gates on the corner of the homestyle i mean and i was like i can see why they wouldn't do that but at the same time it's not like there's thousands of people out of a ticket using yeah. that bank holiday weekend to try and <laughs> on the off chance scam their way into Palace West Ham. Do you know what I mean? It's not really like the hot ticket of the, of the moment, is it?
3: I mean, you say nothing kicked into gear. I was back in the queue for another pint sharpish when I saw that kickoff had been delayed.
2: <laughs> it was, it was weird walking it. me and Vanessa got in about quarter past 12 and like walking through the Holmesdale Fifteen minutes before kickoff, there was no one there. Like yeah. no queue for a drink.
0: It was, and it was still. Weird. Still, you had to wait fifteen minutes at the bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't say was... shit there either.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, right. <laughs> right. Fucking beer taps aren't working either. Jesus, <laughs> what was what was weird? And obviously, I was I was in the in the stand, uh, and obviously, there's the there's the coverage from BT Sport on all the screens, and you know, it's on mute, so you can't hear what they're saying. But there's lots of drone footage and you can see all the crowds up on the homesdale corner and um you know me and my brother are saying they go well they've got they've got got a delay kickoff they've got to delay it got to delay it like not a peep not an announcement nothing and then for a good I don't know for a good five minutes kickoff delayed was on the bt footage said it in the bottom of the screen kickoff delayed 15 minutes but they hadn't made any announcements <laughs> like inside the stadium let alone to the Thousands of poor fuckers stuck outside of the stadium. Um, My my
2: my favourite bit was when we were right near the top of the queue, and the tannoy just above the the turnstile started crackling, and someone just (laughs) not that as well. The bloke (laughs) like he started off by going, "I don't think it's working. I don't don't know if (laughs) it's working," and then went quiet, and then about five minutes later, made the announcement and just went, "We are having issues with the electronic ticketing turnstiles." (laughs) And everyone was sort of laughed, waiting for the next bit. And then that was it. <laughs> it's,
3: it's like us. It's like, like us oh, logging right. in to do this podcast. It's like, can you hear me? Yeah. Are you, oh, are you, oh, I'm are you muted? You? I'm muted. Yeah. <laughs> Not my favorite audio hiccup at Sellers, my phone. My but do you remember when um, like the BBC London commentary was parked into the stadium? And <laughs> yeah. it was like, <laughs> was it A.D. Boothroyd? A.D. Boothroyd needs to calm down or, or sit back down. Like, <laughs>
0: brilliant brilliant fucking hell we're a shit show but it's our shit show i love it yeah wouldn't have it any different um i mean albert you did predict palace would win three two so you weren't a million miles off
3: yeah last wasn't, week wasn't miles um, off.
0: but heskiff mm. is there any team other than palace that can smash a team 4-0 and completely play them off the park, but somehow the scoreboard says 4-3. I <laughs> know. Oh, Absolutely mad. <laughs> Absolutely mad.
2: like ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> and and
0: basically all three of their goals
2: were sort of the same goal.
0: Suchek's really? Sue one of the worst players I've seen. I don't know what happened to him. He's dropped off in his first season. He's mental. But he is one of the worst players I've ever seen. And he scored... Got two assists.
2: Smashed <laughs> like, it on, smashed it on fantasy football.
0: Yeah, fantasy, yeah, ridiculous amount of points. But um, does Elise get the
2: assist for Suchek's goal? Because that was a deft header.
0: Uh, oh right, okay, the knockdown. I was like, hang on, are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. who Got the assist for the Zaha one for him because I think Ayu got a flick on it, didn't he? And then it bounced off the keeper. So I think officially no one, but fantasy maybe Ayu. I don't know, but. Yeah, wasn't Mike, great defending
3: Michael, from. No. No. i was saying Michael Elizo. Michael Aliso paying too much attention to Jean Philippe Mateta's heading technique. Yeah, and, training. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, um, and it's, it's you know it's been a bit of a problem since this deciding not to play on Mateta up front and being IU leading the line is you lose that height. Edwards, the set to release, tall. He's like 6'2, 6'3. Mateta's obviously a giant, and they both defend the near post well. you um, not so much. Um, <laughs> nope so I think in the end they just started trying towards the end of the game. Just started sticking Anderson in the <laughs> in the near post instead. Don't worry about him picking anyone else up. Just let him clear the ball from the near post. Because
3: but but do worry about him scoring an own goal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. A fair and goal. But I mean. Obviously, if you want to listen to more about the West Ham game, you can head over to the Match Report. It'll be the podcast and the list before this one. But the only thing that i found funny, is that Eze's penalty, that's the first one we've scored in the league this season. What? God. Which, yeah, which feels... Wrong, especially if you think back to that season when Milivojevic scored 42 of them in a season, I think it was. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's give or take.
0: It's because <laughs> we didn't get the ball in the box
2: for about six months. That's, that's half the problem. Well,
0: I was thinking because like, we, we have missed, Wilf missed one at Forest. Yep. But, yeah.
1: But, yeah.
2: Yeah, he did. Did he? Was it this season that he missed one against Villa but then scored the rebound? I think it was. Yeah. Was yeah, this, giving, yeah.
3: It, giving it, large to fucking yeah. nobbed keeper. Mark,
2: yeah, there you go. So that's another missed one, technically, even though he yeah. scored
0: off the rebound. Yeah. That it was interesting to see, Wilf give up the ball to Eze because Wilf wanted it. Yeah. But did was you see was like, him, did you no. see
3: him po- point at him? Did you see Wilf like gave him a proper sort of sort of look I give my children. It was like, you better fucking... It was a real real point in his face. Like, you better fucking score this. And which only made I, the little run-up even worse. Donald <laughs> <laughs> Fred Flintstone on us. Was
1: just
0: <laughs> looking at Wilf Garden, are you fucking joking, mate? <laughs> Have you seen how many penalties you've missed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but no, it was a brilliant afternoon. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, even, you know... Palace just lovingly throwing in a bit of tenseness at the end there, just uh, being worried that we won't see it out. I mean that collective groan around the stadium when they got a corner in injury time, oh. <laughs> and all just before that as well. Jeff Schlupp taking a massive risk to just not put it out for a corner. <laughs>
1: Just like, yeah,
0: uh, I might just slot Antonio through. See if he misses. <laughs> it's better than, <laughs> than getting the corner. But no, um, excellent afternoon. Sun was shining as well. Yeah, really, really, the, really nice.
2: Them early kickoffs are deceptive because we were in, we were having a drink in the Clifton after, and I was like, oh, I'm a bit pissed. It's probably time to go. It's probably seven half seven. No, it's four o'clock. Time to <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, still half time in the other games. So yeah. Yeah absolutely rough
3: i'm all Uh, for it i like the early kickoff
0: well we're back to three o'clock kickoffs on saturday and it's spurs away and so see so cpfc's back on the firm lads i've got some stats and they're good and he's come back with a bang I'm saying that and then I'm just reading the first one in my head being like this one is this one this is going to ease us in (laughs) it's the latest we've ever played Spurs in a season but weirdly have played them in a friendly in May in 1960 what what was going on in the 60s just play a friendly in May why not they were they were third in Division 1 and we were shit in Division 4 and it was 2-2 if you was interested um, I take
2: but, that. I take that on Saturday. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was uh, I, I, very unlikely when you hear what follows here. I know. <clears throat> Since joining the league, Palace have won four of twenty-eight matches at Spurs, and that includes cup games. All of them one-nil. With the last league win coming in
3: ninety whatever season that was
0: eighteen sixty-four. <laughs> uh yeah 1997 there was yes oh that's right
3: um,
0: not for the first time he was offside <laughs> when he scored <laughs> sorry I shouldn't make jokes um, the last Palace player to score at Spurs in front of fans in the league Andy Johnson December yeah. 2004 yeah because the only league goal we've scored at Spurs since then was Ben Takea during COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the only goal we've scored in the last seven games at Spurs. <laughs> last seven away games, lost them all 16 1 on aggregate. <laughs> Do you know, I had a feeling it would be something
2: like that because other than Martin Kelly in the cup, yeah. I've never, I've been to Tottenham away loads, I've never seen a score. Tottenham
0: away at Hart Lane Tottenham away yep. at Wembley Tottenham yep. away at the New Stadium <laughs> yeah and the
2: only goal I've ever seen a score away is that Martin Kelly one
0: yeah so in 23 league games at Spurs Palace have never led at half time <laughs> did I write these this is this is excellent stuff Palace have also never scored more than two goals away at Spurs <laughs> it is they are the ultimate bogey team for us because you know we eradicated loads of the Man united ones recently Mm -hmm. we won three on the bounce at liverpool we won two out of three and maybe three and five at city you know it's just all you know all of those teams chelsea we won a couple of times Mm -hmm. there you know ticked them all off spurs away no and and it's like re-
2: regardless of how shit Tottenham are as well.
0: Well, this is arguably the worst we're ever going to get them. Right? Like, yeah, they are uh, outside of Chelsea and Leeds, probably the worst yeah. team in the league at the moment. Um, no Hugo Lloris, and I was thinking about it, it's like because Hugo Lloris always turns into a fucking mm. prime Lev Yashin when he's playing against us. <laughs> yeah, <he does. laughs> but. um then I thought about it and then the game at Wembley, it might have been one of the games at Wembley, Gazzaniga came in and yeah, was yeah, unbelievable. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah so, so unbelievable. Just,
0: just why not? Just I'll just you know take over the mantle. Um, but talking of Spurs and being bad, what do you think they feel is worse? The 6-1 at Newcastle being 5-0 down after 21 minutes, which incidentally was the only other game this season where there's been five first-half goals along with Palace West Ham. Hmm. Um, Yeah, 6-1 that, or coming back from 3-0 down (laughs) in the 93rd minute. What do you reckon? Because it must have been, you're in the stands there, Richarlison scores, you feel like, right, the tide's turning, Richarlison's got his first Premier League goal, we've pulled it back from 3-0 down. This is where things start to get better. Nope. 30 seconds later. Nope. Not today.
3: Yeah, Lucas Moore vampires. has got other ideas. Yeah. Mm. What's worse? Uh, I guess the the um, the result of the weekend for them—that was kind of our Swansea, wasn't it? Um, mm. At least you could say there was a bit of a roller coaster and there was something to get excited about. Whereas getting fucking dicked, what they, what Newcastle—they what three 0 down after something like. 18 minutes
0: it was five um, after 21 yeah
3: <laughs> five after 21 minutes like that's a long way to go and there was like no way back into that where at least at least the Liverpool game was sort of you could say there, there was a bit of a comeback shown but who gives a fuck it's Spurs <laughs> it's Spurs lads Spurs yeah exactly is that what Ferguson famously said
0: at White Hart Lane yeah. with 3-0 down at half time <laughs> yeah Okay. Um, that ended 5-3, didn't it? It did It did yeah. end 5-3, yeah. Yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah, like you say, there's no better time to play them, but that's probably better news for Spurs than it is for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never been more sure that we're going to just lose 4-0. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is frustrating is they are actually one of the best teams in the division in the air and as we've already talked about from corners we're not so good in the air so you know, Eric Dyer he'll probably get one just just because I mean when me and DR went
2: that box the uh, two boxing days ago when Vieira had COVID uh, I yeah. saw Anderson get beaten in the air by Lucas Mora, who's yeah. four for eight
0: so God that was awful it was Wolf got sent off he did we did we did kane, kane just got kane stat padding his premier league record goals it'll inevitably get by scoring 42 percent of his goals against palace <laughs> but on 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 the uh, to, to bring a ray
2: of sunshine to this and give it a bit of positivity we can all wear a t-shirt that said i was there when nathan ferguson had his 11 minutes
0: it's true we That's were it
3: that was a prize in the raffle. Actually, one of those T-shirts.
0: <laughs> I would have, I would have liked to have won that one signed. Nathan Cl- but, yeah. Yeah. But Ferguson was going to sign it, but he injured his way over to the table.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, it just—it just—it just, <laughs> just says right? Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, poor lad. But yeah, I mean, he's obviously out of contract at the end of this season, and unless we. I think we're past doing favours for people like we did in the past. Um, and I think just for him, he's going to have to go away. And sometimes a certain environment's not just a good one to be in. Bless him. So, yeah, expect him to move on. <clears throat> um, the only ray of sunshine that could go along with your little one there was that they are a bit susceptible to counterattacks. So um, we've been building those out really well in recent games. And, you know, when you see Ayu, Zaha, Elisa, and Eze all just flying forward, um, ping quick passes, nice triangles, I reckon there's a good chance we'll get chances. Um, it's just when we, we make
3: teams start. drop back, you know?
0: Yeah, uh, we do.
2: <laughs> was, that, was that an Eagle Skanker?
0: lyric? <laughs> Might
3: have been. Good.
0: Excellent. Um, so predictions then we've run so long this week we'll go predictions I, 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 I'm going to say we'll lose 4-2 Ah, oh. grim but 4-2 Heskies Son, Son will Hesky's.
3: score
0: uh, so, gonna,
3: yeah, we'll Terence has set a low or high bar depending which way you look at it for you Um team.
2: I'm going to be there so we're not going to score um, Son <laughs> will definitely score Kane will score 2-0 to Tottenham
3: I'm going to be slightly more positive and I'm going to say a two all draw. Nice. I'll take it.
0: Well, it would be typical of a sketch result because I don't think I've missed a single Spurs away game. And it's the first one I'm going to miss since we've come up, um, being at the, at a Brighton fan stag do. uh, It's coming up. So, yeah. And then I've got to drive back from the actual wedding of that to make forest at home on the Sunday. Um, Outrageous
3: Outrageous What what, what worries me is that obviously it's coronation weekend So there's lots of opportunity for palace-related footballing puns Whether that be, you know, joy at the palace Because we've won Or, you know, Spurs, great day out Mm. against the palace Something like that, do you know?
0: Well, being I say being that there's going to be a few Brighton fans on this stag do, um, we are doing an improv comedy show as part of it between us all. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm hoping Palace don't lose badly.
3: Sorry, you're going to one or you're doing one? No, we are.
0: Um, so the guy who's getting married does improv comedy. So the guy, <sighs> the first guy who cheated him. So we're going. The whole stag is just going for a les- lesson in improv comedy, where we're just going to take oh. the piss out of him.
3: Oh, I know. I said I don't like TikTok, but can you film that and
0: put that on TikTok? <laughs> yep. So should be a laugh. It's quite an interesting stage. You, you actually, would, hope, you would hope, during, during the day, he's tasked with some sort of treasure hunt. I don't know what that means yet, but it involves charity shops. And as a side to him doing his treasure hunt. Everyone needs to buy clothes and build their outfit for the night out and wear it later that night, which is an interesting concept considering we're going to end the night in fabric. so
3: <laughs> Charity shop fabric, by the sounds of it. Hey. <laughs> Are you doing improv that night as well, Albert? Uh, I don't want to show anybody up, do you know what I mean? Well,
0: can I just have you in my on an earpiece, a bit like Ant & Dec or whatever? <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now say Lewis Dunk is hurt though. No. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. So you were saying we got Bournemouth next week? Yep. Is that a Saturday three o'clock? Yep. Good. We're good on Saturdays at three o'clock. Apparently. Are we uh, going to be
2: above Chelsea? <laughs> oh, I hope so.
0: Yeah. When do they play their games in hand? Fulham lost tonight as well on the night recording. So. They're still only five, five points ahead of us, and we've got to play them.
3: I've oh, at, it's on, boys. I
2: looked at Chelsea's remaining fixtures. They've got Bournemouth and Fulham next, and then they end with, I think, Man City away, Man United away, Newcastle at home.
0: Oh, so we want them to beat Fulham then, so we can catch Fulham, because then we don't have to worry about them getting any more points.
3: I like yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: So we won't be finishing above Fulham then, lads. <laughs> oh dear but anyway so yes listen to the match report on the weekend of this brilliant victory we're going to have at Spurs obviously where we've we've gone loss loss and draw in our predictions so probably not and um, yeah we'll be back next week where I think we might be a little bit earlier because I think we're going to recall on Tuesday next week because I am going to the Champions League semi-final at the San Siro so,
3: ooh. Are you going inside the San Siro? One, Yeah,
0: at the moment, I still. I've got some connections. I've got a chance of a ticket, I think. But we'll see. I'll be in Milan either way. So if not, I'll watch it in a coffee shop, like really pissing them off, ordering like Americanos with milk and stuff like that. Ah. Oh, pissing me off. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Albert. And...